Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation AF2 and F3 podcast. My name is Ryan, and on this episode, with a review of the Dutch round for the 2023 F5 Formula 2 Championship at the circuit Zandvoort in Zandvoort, Netherlands. To start the review of the round will be the qualifying results, as well as the grid for the feature race from the session that was contested on Friday. In first was Jack Crawford, second Dennis Hauger, third Frederick Vesti, fourth Zay Maloney, fifth Jack Dewan, sixth Oliver Behrman, seventh Wamamal Korea, eighth Victor Martins, ninth Isaac Hadja, tenth Teo Porcher, eleventh Kushmani, twelfth Ayuma Wasa. 13th, Clement Novelak, 14th, Richard Vershaw. 15th, Ralph Boschong, 16th, Jahan Druvela. 17th, Arthur Leclerc, 18th, Amory Cordiel. 19th, Enzo Fittipaldi, 20th, Roman Stanek. 21st, Roy Nassani, and 22nd, Joshua Mason. After qualifying had been completed for some time, Richard Rashaw received a three-place grid penalty for the sprint race, after it had been deemed by the stewards to have impeded Zay Maloney at the apex of Turn 8, whilst Maloney had been on a flying lap. The stewards determined, after they had examined evidence of the incident, as well as heard from VAR and Carlin, as well as both drivers, that Rashaw had unnecessarily impeded Maloney despite having attempted to get out of the way. When the penalty was applied, it dropped him from where, re- where he would have originally started the race from, that being 14th to 17th on the grid for the sprint race. The grid for the sprint race for the top 10 qualifying being reversed is as follows. In first was Teapot Chair, second Isaac Hadja, 3rd Victor Martens, 4th Juan Memo Correa, 5th Oliver Behrman, 6th Jack Doohan, 7th Zay Maloney, 8th Frederick Vesti, 9th Dennis Hauger, 10th Jack Crawford. Next up is the sprint race support. Before the formation lap had even commenced, Teo Chair was in the pit lane as his team ART were wor- worked on the rear right, re- right rear of his car, which as a result of the pits being closed, not only did he lose the reverse grid pole, but had to start from the pit lane as a consequence. The formation lap was conducted behind the safety car due to the race being declared wet. As the safety car came into the pits after two formation laps, the race began under a rolling start, as Hadjar led the field across the line and in turn 1 from Martens, Vesti, Correa and Maloney. Going to turn 5, Maney and Crawford made contact, which resulted in Crawford being spun around, where he subsequently went into the barrier, and Maney to shoot off the track where he spun and incidentally went into the path of his teammate Boshong, who, through no fault of his own, made contact with the rear of Maney's car that subsequently shot them both off into the barrier that then resulted in Maney's car being on top of his, after they had come to a stop. 
On lap three, the race was red flagged due to the incident that involved Crawford, Maney, and Boshong. When in addition to the conditions, the barrier needed to be checked for any damage that had been sustained from the incidents themselves. During the red flag period, the incident that involved Crawford, Maney, and Boshong at turn four and turn five was noted by the stewards for causing a collision. After a long red flag period, the race resumed as the drivers left the pit lane behind the safety car, where about a couple minutes later, on lap 4, the race was not only red flagged but abandoned altogether, where points weren't awarded as it didn't complete more than two laps under green flag conditions. Next up is the feature race report. The formation lap was conducted behind the safety car, and almost... Everyone got away from the grid except for Mason, who stalled on the grid where he had to start the race from the pit lane. As the safety car came into the pits, Dewan, whilst he was at the final corner for the start of the race, got loose and dropped down the order, where soon after, he, as he rolled down the banking, got his car stuck off the track, which resulted in not only his retirement from the race, but as well as that, before he had even crossed the line for the opening lap of the race. As the safety car came into the pits as well, Crawford led the field across the line and into Turn 1 from Hauger, Vesti, Maloney and Behrman. Going to Turn 1, Vesti spun around as he dramatically dropped down the order as a consequence. Behind them in the field, Correa locked up going to turn one, which caused him to make contact with the rear of Behrman's car, who spun around and went off the track, as Martens behind, who also went off the track, he incidentally nearly made contact with Behrman. The safety car was deployed on the opening lap due to doing stationary car at turn 14. On lap three, the safety car came into the pits as Crawford led the field across the line for the start of the fourth lap of the race with the top 10 were Crawford, Hauger, Maloney, Correa, Hadjar, Porcher, Maney, Iwasa, Novelak, and Boshong. On lap 4, Iwasa at the restart made a massively optimistic attempt of an overtake down the inside of turn 1 on Maney. They got ever so slightly loose and made contact with the rear of his car to Maney's front wing that sent both drivers off the track in the process. On lap 5, the incident that involved Cray and Behrman at Turn 1 on the opening lap of the race was under investigation by the stewards for causing a collision, or which on the following lap of the race received a 10 second time penalty for the aforementioned incident. On lap 7, Leclerc and Boshong were the first two drivers in the race to come into the pits for the Mantra pit stop. Also on the same lap, the incident that involved Iwasa and Maney at Turn 1 was under investigation by the stewards for causing a collision, of which Iwasa received a 10 second time penalty for the aforementioned offence. On lap 8, Maloney from third position came into the pits. On lap 9, Crawford from the lead of the race and Hauger who was running second position both came into the pits. On lap 10, Hadjar from the lead of the race and Porcher, who was running in second position, both came into the pits. Also on the same lap, Porcher got massively loose as he approached turn 7, which resulted in him going straight off the track and into the barrier that resulted in his retirement from the race. 
On lap 11, the safety car was deployed as a result of poor chairs incident. Also on the same lap, Vesti, as he was heading to turn 6, so, yeah, turn 6, spun around as a result of both his tyres, so, <clears throat> at turn, turn 4, sorry, spun around as a result of both his rear tyres not being properly secured to his car, which subsequently resulted in his retirement from the race. On lap 13, the incident that involved Vesti was noted by the stewards for his car being in an unsafe condition. On lap 15, separate incidents that involved Drivel and Boschung were noted by the stewards for safety car infringements. On lap 16, the safety car came into the pits as Novalak led the field across the line for the start of the 17th lap of the race. On lap 17, Maloney made an amazing overtake around the outside of Crawford come out turn 1, which moved him up into second position. Coming out of turn 3, Behrman, who had taken a wider line and Mar- and as Martens made contact with him, that resulted in Behrman going straight into the barrier. On lap 18, the incident that involved Behrman and Martens at turn 3 was noted by the stewards for causing a collision. On lap 19, Behrman came into the pits where he retired from the race as a consequence of the incident with Martens. Also on the same lap, both Druvela and Boshong received 5 second time penalties for safety car infringements. On lap 24, Cray with the use of DRS made an overtake down the inside of Nassani going to turn 1, then completed the move coming out of the corner as he moved up himself up into 10th position. On lap 27, Martans received a 10 second time penalty for causing a collision. At the end of the feature race of Formula 2, the top 10 across the line were Clement Novelak in 1st for Trident, Zay Maloney in 2nd for Carlin, Jack Crawford in 3rd for Hightech, Richard Rashaw in 4th for VAR, Victor Martans in 5th for ART, Demo to 9th after his 10 second time penalty was applied, Des Haugen 6th for MP Motorsport, promoted to 5th, Isaac Hadjar in 7th for Hightech, promoted to 6th, Ansa Fittipaldi in 8th for Carlin, promoted to 7th, Amory Cordiel in 9th for Virtuosi, promoted to 8th, and one more career in 10th for VAR. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Clement Novelak with a 123.816 on the 20th lap of the race. Next up is the championship standings. The top 5 drivers in the championship after round 11 at the Circuit Zandvoort in Zandvoort, Netherlands are as follows. In first is Tapor Chair with 168 points. In second is Frederick Vesti with 156 points. In third is Uyuma Wasa with 134 points. In fourth is Jack Dewan with 130 points. And in fifth is Victor Martens with 122 points. And the top five teams current in the chair. Top five teams in the championship after round eleven at the Circuit Zandvoort in Zandvoort, Netherlands, are as follows: In first is ART with two hundred ninety points. In second is Prema with two hundred fifty-eight points. In third is Carlin with two hundred points. 
In fourth is Dams with 173 points. And in fifth is MP Motorsport with 145 points. Next up is the awards for the round. The driver of the round, in my opinion, has to go to Clement Novelak. The reasoning as to why I've chosen him is that despite qualifying 13th, the way he raced in the feature race was something else, as through great strategy, he most importantly stayed out of trouble, and gradually started to build a gap on the cars ahead during the race, which, whether the race went to time certain or not, I feel he would have still won nonetheless. Novelak, from how he performed in the feat race, absolutely deserved the victory without a doubt, and on merit, as well as which was not only his first win in Formula 2, but his first win in any series since June 8, 2019, when Novelak was in the BRDC British Formula 3 Championship. This victory had been long overdue for him, as from his FI Formula 3 season 2021 was very fast, and unlucky to have not had at least a couple of wins in that season for Trident. So in many ways, he has absolutely been capable of being a race winner in either championship. It is just that certain things have needed to go in his favour to ensure that for him. And as this round showed, with a slight bit of luck, the stars very much aligned for Novelak on genuine race pace to get that maiden victory in Formula 2. Hopefully, this is a sign of things to come for him, not only for the rest of the season, but if he does race in Formula 2 next season, can be a championship contender and mount a serious challenge for the title because I can truly see him being the champion if everything goes right for him during the season. Mark my words on that. The overtake of the round, in my opinion, has to go with the move that Maloney made on Crawford during the feature race on the 17th lap of the race. The reason as to why I've chosen this particular overtake is that Maloney timed the overtake to perfection as he first went around the outside going with turn one then completed the move as he came out of the corner. Overall, it was an amazing and massively impressive overtake to have made where he timed the move, where timing the move was crucial in completing it, which he did that and to have been as optimistic as he was to have had neither himself nor Crawford make any contact whatsoever at any point in the sequence of the move, made it all the more impressive. Before this episode comes to an end, I just want to say a massive congratulations to Formula 2 and Formula 3 alumni, Liam Lawson, who made his Formula 1 race debut at the Dutch Grand Prix, as he replaced an injured Daniel Ricciardo at AlphaTauri, who broke his metacarpal during practice. Lawson finished a very respectable 13th on debut and most importantly finished the race. It was a well and truly deserved opportunity for Lawson given how he went in both Formula 2 and Formula 3 as well as how he has performed this year in in the Super Formula Championship in Japan. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come for Lawson and most importantly I wish a speedy recovery to Daniel Ricciardo and that he is able to return to Formula 1 as soon as he is medically clear to do so. As always for me, thank you so very much for listening to The Next Generation, AF2 and F3 podcast. 
and until the next episode, which will be the preview of the Italian round for the 2023 FI Formula 2 Championship, I wish you guys the absolute very best, and see you all next time.